Today I got time, Today I got time, Today I got time, on that day, I was acting cool, cuz. Hey. Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Hey. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. Woo. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You disrespecting me. Woo. I go oh, hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Happy Tuesday. I swear, time is flying here. Time is just flying by. We are having a snowstorm. That's what took me so long. I was getting ready and I looked out. We're having some type of blizzard of child mass proportions. The governor is sending out the National Guard in case we get trapped. So I'm like, are we having a Buffalo style snowstorm? And the past like two weeks has been pretty nice up here. I mean, we've been, you know, 30, 40 degrees. And so now we're getting hit with all the snow. It's supposed to be like 18 inches or something. So child, I said, let me go ahead and go live. Then I got to get to a basketball game, but they're canceling school the next two days. So it seems like it's going to be pretty serious, but you know me, honey. I'm prepared, okay? I got my power banks, my little, you know, generators just in case, food, all that stuff. We don't play. I prep. Thank y'all so much for coming through. I appreciate y'all. Somebody said it's summer in Texas. I know that's right. Enjoy. It's winter up here, honey. Y'all like the red? Thank you. I appreciate y'all. So it's a lot to get into today. First of all, Shout out to everybody who came to the call-in show last night. And you know what? Honestly, I thought the numbers would dwindle because we, we went deep. Oh, we went deep last night. So I thought people were going to be like, oh, this is a bunch of damn lunatics. Them damn numbers kept growing. And we went from like 200 to three. We got all the way up to 800 people in there. And people were not leaving like that. They were like hooked. It was such a good conversation. And um. Shout out to uh, Zuleika. I really appreciate you for just staying on the line and adding your input. I love her. She's such a sweetheart. Um, she showed up one day here for my party. So I had invited some of my tea sippers and I had no idea of her age, right? You know, she asked, could she come? So I'm like, okay. So she gets up here and we're all at the Mall of America. I'm showing them around. And she was like, yeah, I remember... Because we were talking about, we were all at like Forever 21 or something. I was like, oh, this was my spot in high school. I used to love Forever 21. She's like, yeah, I still shop here. And, you know, we used to shop here, you know, just two years ago. Like two years ago. I said, when did you graduate? She was like, 2019. <laughs> I said, wait, you're the same age as my son? She's like, yeah, I'm 21. I said, wait, wait, wait. So your mom let you take a train from Jersey to Minnesota to come chill with me? She's like, yeah, my mom's a tea sipper too. So <laughs> it was like the funniest thing. But... She is the sweetest girl, like just very smart. Um, she's in college and that is what she's studying. So that girl, she will go deep in some conversations with you. So it's just, it was really nice getting the chance to meet her. You know, once I found out her age, I was like, okay, now, now I got to treat you like a daughter. Now I got to make sure we stay on top of you, make sure you're good. You know what I'm saying? You're coming to visit me. We got to get you back home to your mom safe and sound. And she had a wonderful time in Minnesota. So hopefully... One day I'll be able to go out to, you know, Jersey and go meet her and her family and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Mardi Gras to all the people down in New Orleans. Hope y'all are having fun. But, yeah, we have a good time up here. So, yeah, yesterday's stream was awesome. Um, thank you guys for just all of the wonderful feedback on the deep dive. I don't know why people keep asking how they can see the deep dive. I've said this a million times. 
Um, I've been working on my deep dives now for a year. I put them out once a month. These are for members who like to go deep. These are for people who want, you know, deeper content, more long form content. I'm not putting anything deep, educational, um, things that I work on for hours and hours at a time. I'm not putting them on YouTube only for them to be struck down and demonetized or for people to just write stupid comments like, I think you're crazy. I'm not dealing with the trolling. So my deep dives are for people who want to go deep, who like to think outside the box. So um, I had a really good time with this alien one. I have been wanting to talk about aliens for a while, but I didn't even know how I wanted to hit it. And, um, you know, by the time I got done creating it, I was like, chef's kiss. Love it. I was able to talk about just so much stuff that was in my brain about aliens. And um, just yesterday, just the conversations was just so dope. And the sister from Gambia who called in, girl, I was saying about you and your grandfather all night. I was like, oh my gosh, like the stuff you were saying that went down to your village. Cause you know, I've heard similar stories. So thank you for calling in. It was dope. But yeah, in order to see the deep dives, you either have to be a YouTube member, you got to join the membership or you got to be a discorder um, or you have to be a Patreon. So I post them on those paid sites. So whichever site you want to join, um, you'll have access to it. And I've done a lot, you know, everything from static major to master P we're going to get on him in a minute, in a bit, in a minute, um, Prince. So I do a wide range of stuff. I did one on offset, um, the water crisis. People were pretty shocked about that one. Uh, and unfortunately the water situation is getting worse. If you guys don't know right now, uh, Egypt is facing one of the worst droughts ever. And Ethiopia, I don't even know where Ethiopia got all this money, but they done built a big ass dam, honey. And they done told Egypt they can't get none of the Nile River. And Sudan is siding with Ethiopia. So, you know, like I told you guys years ago, and sometimes it scares me how some of my stuff, like my predictions come to pass. But I told you guys years ago, the war, you know, will not be over oil. Like a lot of these resources are getting tapped out, you know. Oil, yeah, we need it to drive around, but a car is not a necessity. What happens when necessities like water? You need water to live. What happens when that's cut off? And this is what the Egyptians are facing right now. So if you have not watched my water deep dive, please watch it. That, that one holds a special place in my heart. Because like I said, I grew up where we had to really respect water. You know, I didn't even like have access to like using a shower. I mean, we bathed with buckets up until I think like fifth grade, like we use buckets cause we had to conserve water. So shout out to all the bucket kids child. <laughs> now I got a big old tub, but you know, I am still very conscious about water usage, but yeah, man. So we got to talk about this. Oh, somebody says Israel funded them. That damn Miss Sparkle child. That that's a zoom meeting conversation, honey. We not going to talk about that on YouTube, but, um, so we got to get on this, on all this. We got about how many people? We got 3,000 people in here. Come on in, come on in. So we got to talk about all this stuff that is going on with good old Master P, AKA Master Scam. Now, what I find very interesting, I don't know if y'all have peeped this out, especially for the people who watch my deep dives. Do you guys notice that when I do a deep dive, after a while, stories will come out about the people? Remember, when I did my deep dive about Static Major and how much of an impact he had on, you know, the music industry and how he does not get his flowers, uh, 
literally a week after my deep dive, all of a sudden Timbaland shouts out Static Major after years. Like, hey, shout out to Static Major. He was one of the best producers out there. Really? Y'all ain't been talking about him. Remember when Lil Wayne shouted him out? What? You didn't even shout him out when he was alive. Remember you acted like he had nothing to do with Lollipop when you went up there and got your damn BT award and, you know, all them other awards. Didn't even thank him. Remember everybody in Louisville was pissed off about that shit. Like, how dare you? That man gave you your commercial hit. And to not thank him is ridiculous. Well, after I dropped my deep dive, all of a sudden, Lil Wayne and Timberland were thanking Static. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. Okay. I don't believe in coincidences. I believe all these mofos are tea sippers, okay? So anyways, um, <laughs> so then I do the Master P deep dive, okay? That was a two-part series. I believe it was probably six hours long. When I edit, I edit. I don't know, but... You know, it's just going to be long. We put it in two parts. I didn't want y'all to sit there for six hours, but it was a two-part series. And I broke down all of the grifting that Master P has done over the years and how Romeo is also not innocent. He played the game just like his daddy, how he tried to act like, oh, we we didn't even have no money to go to college. Oh, that's funny. Well, let's ask DeMar DeRozan. Did you not go to USC based off of his back? You literally rode his back to USC, but now you're acting like y'all couldn't afford for, you know, for you to go to college, whatever, Mr. ICDC college, college. Um, so <laughs> I saw ICDC college. Um, so that's an inside joke. If you watch the deep dive. Um, so anyhow, I was talking in there how, you know, Master P is not this religious patron saint that he has kind of fooled people to think like, oh, I've changed. I'm no longer the dope boy from the Calio projects, you know? And anytime, you know, you confront him about anything, he, you know, he, he references the Lord. He tries to shut down arguments by bringing up God. I peeped that. And for a while, I too was fooled by Master P. You know, I followed him for years. I thought he was a legit businessman and an entrepreneur and somebody to look up to. But the more, you know, after the whole drama where Romeo came out, and I started going back to my childhood and really watching his moves. The man is a capital grifter. Who remembers the part in the deep dive when I told you how he scammed people and he, he scammed and he made all these commercials in the late 90s that he was retiring the game. He was leaving and the fans was crying. Oh, this is Master P's last album. Y'all better get it. Master P ain't gonna make no more music. And so everybody was just like, oh my God, I gotta buy the last Don. We all went out and bought the last Don. Hell, I think my boyfriend bought two copies at the time. We all ran out to go support Master P because we knew it was his last album. This man made almost $300 million off of that album sale. He made so much money off of the last Don. Then a year later, he comes back with uh, C Murder and Silk the Shocker. Talking about, we're the new No Limit. Oh, hell no. Not after you done retired and play with our heartstrings. Now you're going to come back like you didn't just retire a year ago? What gives? So he's always been doing real scammy, weird shit. So now, four weeks ago, remember I had posted this video in the Discord. This was after my deep dive. So then maybe like a week, week and a half after my deep dive, all of a sudden, people are sending me this interview with Adam22 from No Jumper interviewing Fat Trail. There is a rapper named Fat Trail. I had called, who was the rapper I called Fat Trail, the one that got robbed? I was like, Fat Trail got robbed. And everybody was like, that's not Fat Trail. 
I'll be mixing up all these rappers. But this time we had the real fat trail. Who was the one that got robbed? Y'all gonna have to write his name. I kept calling him Fat Trail, but that wasn't him. Grizzly, T Grizzly. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be mixing these folks. So I'm like, Fat Trail got robbed. Everybody's like, that's T Grizzly. I'm like, oh, T Grizzly got robbed. <laughs> okay, so that was T Grizzly. But I told you, there's really a rapper named Fat Trail. Y'all thought I made up the name. I'm like, no, he's a rapper. I just, you know, I couldn't think of what he rapped. But I'm like, there's a real rapper named Fat Trail. Well, now Fat Trail has come out of nowhere and he's telling us about how Master P played him. Used them, told him that he was going to be a menace to society too. Well, who asked for a menace to society too? The first one is fine by itself. We didn't need a 2021 version, whatever. I flew him out to Cali, was having the man make all types of music, and I was having him open up for his shows and never paid this young man at all, basically used him. So I want to go ahead and play you guys the audio here of Fat Trail. It's about four minutes long, I believe. And he's kind of, you know, it's like a longer interview. I can go and watch it. It was a really good interview. Uh, very articulate, you know, spoke his mind. You know, it was very respectful. I, I enjoyed it. And so I'm going to go ahead and play this for you guys here. Where he's talking about Master P and how Master P basically played him. And he came out with this a week after my deep dive. So I find that very interesting. All right, here we go. I'm like, yeah, and then Master P started talking about Master P. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, he like, yo, I'm shooting a movie. I think he was trying to buy the rights to film Minister Society too. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, I want you to be in it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm young as shit. Like, acting? Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like, right, man, right. Acting wasn't even on my radar. I'm still trying to come up as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, bet. So he like, um, yeah, man. I want. I'm. You know who Ali Boy is? I'm like, yeah, I heard of Ali Boy from Atlanta. I don't know him personally. Never met him, but yeah, I heard him. He was like, I bet. I want. I want you and him to um, come to California and let's sit down and have some meetings about this movie. I'm like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? So we fly to Cali. We get our shit together. Probably like two weeks later, we fly to Cali. And um, when we land, Master P had a video shoot. We shooting a video at some mansion and shit. So okay, cool. We sit down. We start chopping it up about the movie. And um, he was like, this is what I want to do. This is the role I want you to play. Uh, the scripts are nothing that's not written up. Uh, of course, you would have to be put in acting school, you know, just to mold yourself kind of, you know, I know I want you to act like yourself and who you are, but you're playing a role. So you still, there's still some things about the movie industry that you will need to learn. So I'm like, cool. I'm like, shit, this music's in my ears and the back of my mind. He don't know how happy I am, but I'm playing a cool, humble. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no problem. You know, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah. Man, this is society too. Sounds pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, Ali Boy was really cool with the situation. And I always thought like, I felt like we was recording too much music because I'm like, we here for the movie, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. I've been living here for about seven months. I haven't started an acting class. We no longer spoke about the scripts. The movie never ever came up. And um, you know, we're doing video shoots and photo shoots, and we got shirts pressed up that say Louis V. Mob. And he calling us the Louis V. Mob. And you know, outside of the money that he was paying me monthly, I was receiving nothing for all the music I'm putting out. You know what I'm saying? And so um me and my homie Black, like. Black, my brother, man, I told you, like, 
he shot my first video. He always played like a management slash like assistant type role, but he's smart as fuck. You know, he in college, like he graduated, like he's super smart as fuck. You know, a lot of shit I don't know. And he always used to sit around outside of us having fun and all that. He was always sit around and was like, I just feel like something ain't right about this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a nineties baby. I grew up on Wayne, Gucci, and Ross. Those is the main three rappers I listened to over and over and over growing up as a kid. I'm not from the era where I was a fan of Master P. So it was always business with me. My manager was a at that time, he was a super fan of Master P. A lot of things he seen, he let slide because he was a fan. Mm. And I was like, I respect him as a businessman. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not a fan of his art. So I don't view him the same. I'm looking at him as a business and technically we're not doing the business that we're supposed to be here for. And if this is like 2009, you're like 10 years removed from the height of Master P really having like a big presence in rap, yeah, let's be real. Exactly. Right, but he's still like he's still a still mobile, a legend, and, legend but for sure, yeah. Businessman, clothing company, played in a couple NBA games, a lot of movies, sold millions of records. I respect him for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would have respected him if, if he said, "Hey, you know, I want to shoot a movie, and I want to like create a group with like me, you, and Ali Boy." I would have thought about it, like you know, that would have been a thought, but he never said that. And so we're doing all these shows and shit, and he was doing shows. Up, I think he did like A3C in Austin, where he headlined it. And like we performed a lot on that show. We didn't receive nothing. I ain't say nothing. In the back of my mind, I wanted to, but I ain't say nothing. And then the last straw was like Black showed me that one of those albums was on iTunes. It was, you know, this was before Apple Music and Spotify and all that. Like the album was for sale on iTunes. And Ali boy got a deal, so I'm like, Ali, you know about this? He was like, nah, I don't know about it. But shit, fucking nigga, we on an album, recipe. And I'm not sorting Ali boy down in no way, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that Ali boy was getting money. He was booked heavily. Um, he, like I said, we used to sit down and he'll pop up on the TV screen like he was lit at that time. I wasn't where I wanted to be in my career, and I felt like I was kind of sort of wasting time out here doing this, you know what I'm saying? And then when I seen you put the album up without paperwork or without me getting anything from it, I just felt like that was wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's All right. Let me come back on the screen here. So you guys just watched that video. Um, it wasn't frozen. I just, you know, you can't play uh, copyright, you know, No Jumper, Breakfast Club. You know, they're all, you know, part of the elites. Um, so you can't just use their clips. Um, so I just wanted to play the audio. But um, you guys heard what he said. You know, Master P basically lied to him to get him out to Cali, promised him a role in, you know, Menace of Society too. Who, who asked for that? Um, and then while he's supposed to be taking acting classes and learning how to act, Master P was like, hey, how about you make some music while you're here? So he's like, well, I came to be an actor, but okay. So him and Alley Boy, they start working on music and they're just thinking they're just working on music to keep, you know, to keep their talents on point and, you know, keep their, you know, wittiness sharp. Well, Master P was taking all the music that they were creating and was uploading it onto iTunes and getting the money for the music. He didn't get a dime for that music. And I don't think Alley Boy did either. Then he asked them to, you know, well, let's go on tour together. This would be a good look for y'all. 
never paid them for being his opening act. So Master P is very shady for that. And I'm glad that Fat Trell is being honest. And he's not the first. I mean, if you like, trust me, that deep dive could have been literally 12 hours long. I didn't even go into the people who were calling him out back in the, you know, 2000s for not paying him. You know, half a no limit beefing with him. Even Kodak Black blasting him, you know, recently about their beef that they had a few years ago. So, you know, it could have been even longer than that. But he's he's done shady stuff. So now I think to me, even in that interview, if you watch the full thing, Fat Trail was being very respectful. He still gave Master P his flowers and said, you know, he respected him as a boss, an entrepreneur, a mogul, you know, clothing designer. That man has worn a lot of hats, but most of those hats, let's keep it real, have failed. Nobody's wearing P. Miller clothing line. Nobody's eating that Big Daddy's hamburger shack that shut down. Um, that Them damn noodles that he keeps trying to sell, whatever. Um, so a lot of this stuff is not even hitting. So then Master P goes on somebody's radio, I forget who, and he starts throwing shade at Fat Trail and saying there should be a statute of limitations. He shouldn't be allowed to say anything. I haven't seen him in years. So that negates what? So he's not allowed to tell his story. What statute of limitations? This isn't fucking, this isn't murder. There's no statute of limitations to somebody wanting to like, you know, tell their story. Like, what are you talking about? So they decided to talk about it on The Breakfast Club and Jess Hilarious, who's a comedian from Baltimore, uh, she decides to, you know, she's one of the co-hosts on the show and they talk about Master Scammer and Jess ends up spilling some tea that I was not ready for. Well, it looks like Fat Trail ain't the only one in modern times who's been scammed and not paid by Master P. Jess Hilarious said she wasn't paid either for that hood ass movie that she had, that he had her in. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys um, the Breakfast Club clip here with Jess Hilarious. Give me just a second to pull this up here. Okay. So she's going to talk about her, her experience with Percy Miller. Good old Percy. That's one of them old names, too. I love them old Southern names. All right, here we go. Give me just a second. Good old Percy. So, yeah, Master P is tired of his former artist speaking negatively about him after leaving No Lemon. Now, his comments are inspired by his former artist, Fat Trail. I didn't even know that was his artist. This is a. I know Fat Fat Trail was his artist either. Yeah, DMV based. I didn't know. Yeah, we we got some of what he said. Go ahead, roll that for me. If you don't want to be with me, I don't want to be with you. Almost like in a relationship. I ain't trying to hold you back. Yeah. And so a lot of these artists, whenever they say they didn't want to be with No Limit or they figure that they could go and move on, I tell their contractor. I ain't took no money from them. Yeah. I let them go. And some of them I didn't even sign contracts with. That's what I call ungratefulness. If you moved on 10 or 15 or 20 years after me, why are you talking about me? Why are we still? Like, I, I forgot. Like, yeah. And so if you look at it, right, who y'all know in this business allow people to go sign with other companies but they never talk about those other companies after they moved on. They still talking about me. And, and another thing is, but it should be a law. After seven years, you shouldn't be allowed to go on the podcast <laughs> and talk about nobody. Think about it. It's a statute of limitation. <laughs> if, if you ain't been around that person in over seven years, yes. please, you, you don't even deserve to talk about them. I don't care if it was seven years, 11 years. You don't. 
if you did something I'm to me you. and I have something to say, I'm gonna say that's just what it is. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And you're not the only one out here being talked about. We have we got Diddy people still talking. Then we got right. people talking about Mace because what happened to him? They talked and about Jay. He's now Jay. Mm -hmm. So many people. So you're not the only person. And basically, it all boils down to this. Fat Trail said that he was promised by Master P that he would be put in a Minister Society sequel that never came to fruition. How come Master P doing Minister Society sequel? He never even did the first one or the second one. Now, Master P said he never mentioned making a Minister Society sequel. He wanted to make a movie like Minister, so oh, Minister Society. Okay. That he, makes sense. And he wanted Gucci Man to be in it, but Gucci was getting locked up all the time. Mm -hmm. But so so he just was like, he put the idea to rest, but Fat Trail was like, yo, you still promised me to be in this movie or whatever. And so he was like, I don't want to be with you no more. Now, I see both sides. Um, Fat Trail, I get it. He like, look, yo, that was like a bit of a temper tantrum to me mm -hmm. a little bit, but I do believe him. I do believe that man, because that, that, that man will talk a good game too. Like, even with me, I got the hookup. I'm still owed some bread for that. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, yeah, I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first scene. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I, I did two scenes. He thought because he used one scene, he ain't got paid for the second one. No, I stayed there. My first scene, I was to do two scenes. But that's not how it works. I thought you get paid for a movie. Don't you get paid for the whole movie? No, I do my scene when it's come to a skit movie like that. It's, what? You know, you know, I got the hook up. It was a long skit. It was a skit. It was, it was, it was, it was a bunch of skits. I'm going to show you. I like to charge 15000 per skit. That was a long time ago, though. So your, your number done went up since then. Man, it ain't been seven years, so I can still talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> I can still talk about this. I don't care. As soon as you give me the check, we'll be good, man. Oh, so you were charging him per skit for the movie? Yeah, well, actually, he know that? Yeah, he knew what you talking about. He oh. signed on. What you talking about? We, we signed back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So you owe your 15 racks? Yeah, I, I try. I hit Romeo. I hit Romeo. <laughs> no, but they got their own problems, so it's a lot going on. You know? So I'm going to wait till it die down again. But Fat Trail, I, I get where you're coming from. Okay. Yeah, we don't understand. I got the hook up too. All right. So y'all's just is a mess. So y'all see her. She was there. So she's basically confirming what Fat Trail is saying and what other people have been saying. That Master P does, he runs a good game. Y'all remember in the deep dive, he was even using that blind boy. Had him out there tasting cereal, couldn't see. It's like, what are you doing? Like, why does everything have to like be a photo op? He, 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 he planned on helping the blind boy write a book, but then in the middle of that, oh, you know, the I don't know the blind boy name, you know, just a cute little boy. Oh, he even likes my Master P cereal. You're still promoting cereal to the blind kid who's supposed to be promoting a book? Like, it's he's too much. He's too much. I, I don't. When I see what him putting that box of cereal in that blind kid's hand, and they had the blind kid trying to eat the cereal. Uh uh. Master. <laughs> I'm sorry, Master P. Be doing too much. We gonna start calling him Scamster P. Okay. Master Scamster P is about a dollar, honey. He's living in that big old house with that white lady, that white one hundred was talking about. And he's just trying to find ways to, you know, to grift and, and keep a lifestyle. 
And he's trying to do it also through his youngest sons, the basketball players. I did the whole, you know, chapter on that, how he schemed and scammed them to Minnesota and had them hang on Jalen and Chet Holgram, you know, all the stuff that Minnehaha was doing. And then as soon as them boys graduated, Master P and his youngest son, they were gone, you know? So it's it's a mess. I, I don't, mm -mm. they're not lying at all. She said, I have to call Romeo. <laughs> Romeo's just as dirty as Master P, so you're not going to get no call back from Romeo. You know, the whole situation is insane, but this is why a lot of times, too, that I find it unfortunate with a lot of, like, you know, Black projects, it's like that unprofessionalism is like a stereotype, right? Like, I don't really want to work on, you know, Black movies or black ran sets because it's always you know things are not done in order it's always some ratchet shit I, i'm always having to you know hunt somebody down for my money and it's like you know once you get into a position why would you not want to do right by people you have people who are willing to invest in you their time because they believed in your vision of i got the hookup too i've never seen it i remember seeing the first one child when I was like 15 or some shit in downtown Minneapolis, me and my friends, we went to go see I Got the Hookup 1. At my big age, I wasn't interested in watching part two. But the fact that so many people were in this movie and, and you know, went to help him make the movie what it is, the fact that some folks weren't paid, it makes no sense. Because I'm sure he got some type of revenue. I'm sure, you know, somebody watched it. You know, there's no reason that she shouldn't have been paid her 15000 And I can't stand stuff like that. And I think a lot of times people like Master P, it bothers me when older people try to play young folks. When it's like, oh, well, you know, you should just be happy to breathe my air because I'm an OG. Okay, OG, can I go to the rent man and say, hey, I breathe the same air as OG Scamster P. I shouldn't have to pay any rent. The rent man's going to be like, I don't give a damn about you or Scamster P. The rent is $1,200. Do you got it? Or do I need to start working on the damn eviction papers? Okay? So all that, you know, you should just be happy to be in my space. Absolutely not. I never understood that mentality from people. That happens all the time in L.A., not just from Scamster P, but from other people. You know, I told y'all this story when I had booked a job, you know, being one of the video girls for, like, a major artist. And, you know, the initial ad was like three, four hundred dollars, you know, for a few hours. And so when I was going back over the details, like, well, we can't afford to pay the models right now. You know, uh, the budget's not there. I was like, OK, well, I'm not going to come. Well, why won't you come? It's, it's such and such. I don't give a fuck who, who whose video it is. He about to eat. He about to get paid. Y'all going to post it on YouTube and get re ad revenue. So I'm supposed to just sit there and just what? Just smile? Absolutely the hell not. Not for free. Okay? My gas tank don't speak. Uh, You know, oh, this is just a famous rapper. You know, I'm just in here. I'm just here for kudos and clout. My gas tank don't speak that. My gas tank speaks cash, credit, or debit. Okay? Same as my rent. I don't play that shit. I, I never understood that. If you have people work for you, Pay them. It's that simple. Because if that's the case, do it your damn self. You know, you're not about to use me and my good energy, bitch. Okay? My time is precious, too. But anyways, <laughs> kudos and clout. Yeah. I don't I don't work on kudos and clout, bitch. <laughs> Keep that OG status to yourself. I need a check. I need a bag, okay? 
Some of these companies are like that too. It ain't just, you know, scams to peas. Some of these damn companies will hit you up. Like, oh, I've been sipping tea for years. Oh, really? Okay. All right. So what do you want? Yeah, I wanted, you know, I got this new uh, product and I want to know if you could just promote it to like, you know, to your audience. And then, you know, I can just pay you on commission. No response. How does this benefit me? I'm supposed to just promote your shit. And then you get all these sales. I'm supposed to hope you give me some commission on the back end. Fuck out of here. Everybody trying to scam and get over, child. It is a mess. No, ma'am. We don't do. Yes, people have hit me up talking about some damn, I can pay you on commission. Bitch, this ain't sales. This is YouTube. The hell? No, I don't do commission. Either you got a check up front or you don't have anything. Move around. You know, so again, you got to know your worth. You got to know your worth. But unfortunately, you have a lot of these, you know, OGs in the game. They use their status. You know, and they'll use that as a way to lure in younger people, up and coming people and get them hyped up. Don't forget old man Russell Simmons. You know, he done ran his ass to Bali. Remember, he was accused of doing that to comedians. Remember, he took all them YouTube black comedians. Remember back, um, they do all them skits. It was a bunch of comedians back then. And they all had their own channels. They was making good money every month. Then Russell wanted to start the all deaf digital network. He got all them comedians, got them to sign contracts, and their money was literally cut to one-fourth of what they were making on their own. They thought being seen next to All Deaf Digital with Russell Simmons was going to get them like on BET, Comic View, and in movies. And, you know, that's how he hyped it up. And all he did was basically bring all their fans to this one channel and take the money and paid them peanuts. Oh, yeah. It was a mess. So a lot of these people, man, they play these games. That's why for me, I'd rather be independent. You know, I may not be in like the inner circle with like all the, you know, I guess all these famous commentary people. I may not be part of the No Jumper Squad or the Fox Soul or, you know, just whoever else is out there under these big conglomerates, but it's cool. I'm I'm fine just, you know what I'm saying, handling my own shit because I don't have time. I don't have a lot of pages. Don't play with my check. I learned that as a kid. You don't play with black folks' checks. I'm surprised Jess Hilarious was as calm as she was because I'd still be called Master P till this day, okay? Once a week like a bill collector. Switching up my voice and shit. Hello. <laughs> Master P there. Hey, this Master P. Who this? Jess Hilarious. <laughs> like, I listen to my voice and everything else. Don't play with me. I will turn into a bill collector quick. You know, so I'm glad that she was honest and she called his ass out. I'm glad that more people are speaking up about his shenanigans. Like I said, the fact that this man just sits around and hawk shit all day. Literally, I was able to put together a montage of things I've seen him on my timeline over the years. The montage was over 10 minutes long of everything this man has hawked over the past few years. From shoes to water to uh, fruit snacks. Child, he was hamburgers. He was selling everything. Insurance. What? When you got to sell everything, when you're when you're a jack of all trades, you're a master of none, child. So, like I said, yeah, remember that he was selling bleach, cleaning supplies, pancake mix. This montage went on for about 10 plus minutes. People were shocked. 
They said they kept waiting for it to end, and there was another montage. <laughs> it was like montage after montage. Like people didn't know he was selling that much stuff. You know, video games, uh, a, a Tesla knockoff. That man is a mess, child. Anybody still trying to work with him on some you think you about to get rich? Understand you not. You not. So Jess and Fat Trail, you know, at the end of the day, maybe Fat Trail is not where he wants to be. I don't, I mean, I know he's still making music, but, you know, I don't hear about him ever. But hopefully, you know, he'll just focus on that and he'll be able to get his blessings regardless. You know, so for Master P to trying to shut him down and say, oh, he doesn't have the right to talk. There should be a statute of limitations. Absolutely not. Okay. There's no statute of limitations on T. Okay. So he needs to go sit down somewhere with that. All right, yeah, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. I've been on for 36 minutes. Uh, let's see here. JTV says, hey, T, I'm upset I missed the green room again, but I'm not missing the next one. P.S. I hope y'all have a safe. I hope y'all are safe and I enjoyed the deep dive. Thank you so much. I'm glad you liked the deep dive. A lot of people were asking for a part two because they really enjoyed the supernatural alien conversation last night. So we might do a part two in the future. I will definitely keep you posted. So thank you. Uh, fitness and foolishness. Uh, send $2 says, can you shout out my friend A Smooth? <laughs> shout out to A Smooth. A Smooth in the house. <laughs> thank you for the super chat. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Waffles Revolution, Sim 499 says, I'm glad to see you live. My two-year-old actually took my phone and clicked on your live. <laughs> I said, all right, that's enough. Let me watch T. Love you. That is too funny. Well, you know what? The two-year-old is doing better than YouTube, child, because YouTube won't give out a notification. I don't know how many times I get off live and people are like, I didn't know if you were live. So thank goodness for the baby, honey. He said he felt in his diaper like she must, my diaper's tingling. My diaper's heavy. She must be on live. <laughs> he felt a ting on. Grab that phone. So thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Leah Medlock says, hey, T, are you interested in doing a Q&A one day? I've never thought of that. Um, I guess it depends. Um, I don't know. I've never thought about it. I've seen people do them. Like, I remember R. Kelly tried to do a Q&A. Child, that did not end good at all on Twitter. And people kept asking him about, you know, his relationships with young girls and why he was walking around with a backpack on. And I mean, that Q&A section was, session was a mess. They also did one for Bill Cosby. So I think ever since then, I'm just like, okay, let's just stay away from the Q&As. Um, I guess I wouldn't mind, you know, I wouldn't mind. I guess, you know, we do Zoom meetings. So people ask me questions all the time in Zoom, you know, so I guess I do kind of do Q&As, but usually like in the Zoom meetings, I don't know if I would do one publicly, though. I don't know what they would ask me, which I want to know. My life ain't that interesting. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. Forever Your Leo says, dropping by to show some love, T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. My page just refreshed. Pink Curly Sunny says, hola, T. You are literally one of my favorite YouTubers in these YouTube streets. My hubby is now a tea sipper, and we love your content, and why loves them some lovely tea. Thank you so much. Thank you for your support. I'm glad you got your hubby on board. That's the best when y'all can watch the show together. So thank y'all for coming through. Um, let's see here. Derek 
says, hey, this is Mr. Talk Your Shit. I'm 1000% sure you have psychic abilities because when you speak on something that comes to pass, psychic abilities, psyche in. Thank you so much. Um, I've always felt that way as a kid. I've always had visions. I've always seen things. Um, a lot of things come to me in my dreams. Um, even like I said, with the deep dives, a lot of times I don't ever even really know what I'm going to work on. You know, it like usually will come to me on what I should talk about. Like the water situation was crazy because I had no intentions on talking about water. I was thinking about doing like a hip hop person and my spirit kept saying, no, you got to talk about this water. You got to talk about this water. And then literally like a week later, all of the water situations around the world started hitting the mainstream. So it's kind of crazy. You know, I think a lot of us have a lot of intuition, but like I said, I, I still learned so much from you guys. Cause you taught me about them trees child. Ever since like you played that video, we played that video in the zoom meeting about them trees walking. I, I like want to do more research on that. I just think that's the craziest thing. So I learned stuff from you guys just as much. So thank you. Um, let's see here. T Y Y Y Y said nine ninety nine says T. I've been a silent tea sipper, and your deep dives are most definitely spot on. I love your work and keep doing your thing, sis. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and just thank you guys so much for the feedback. It means a lot, you know. And that's why I do it because you guys actually watch. You guys give me feedback. We're able to have discussions. So as long as we're still able to do that, I'm going to definitely keep the deep dives coming. So thank you. Uh, Nails World says, hey, T, just wanted to show some love. Hope you're doing well today. You look amazing as always. I'm not surprised about Masterpiece shadiness. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Reality Check says he never took money. He never took any money from them. He just tears up their contract. I bet he didn't take no money from them. Hard to when you never paid them. Exactly. Yeah, he's he's gaslighting and running game. You know, he's trying to deflect and gaslight, but he might as well. Yeah, it's easy to just tear up a contract. You never paid them anything. So that that's just a, a hollow gesture. Like, sir, sit down. Give him a check. Um, let's see here. Kira says, I love your lives. You're this shit from Pittsburgh. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh Sean. Sablan sent $25, says, yes, always get it in writing by legal. That's why Flo Rider had to sue for his $80 million check from that energy drink company. Your image is worth money. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, Ladon Sonia says, hey, T, been watching since 2018. Just want to stop by and show some love. I know you said... The true crime videos are a lot of work, but I live for them. Please keep them coming. I definitely will. We're working on another true crime this month. So I'm gathering some information. This one is really disturbing. They're all disturbing, right? But this one like really just bothered me. Just a bunch of dustiness all through this particular episode. So I can't wait to film it and um, post it for you. So thank you. Uh, Whitney sent 1999. Thank you so much, Whitney. Uh, Panda Pinky sent 999. Says love you, T. Love you too. Thank you. Uh, Tiniest little Kiwi sent ten dollars and a thank you sticker. Thank you. I don't know what was going on with your phone yesterday. You literally, it's it sounded so far like you were literally calling from another galaxy. 
I'm like, because I, I wanted to know what you had to say because you were writing so many good things in the chat. But every time you came on, it was so low. So I don't know what was going on with your phone. So hopefully next time you'll be able to call in. So thank you for the super chat. Um, <laughs> JT says, JTV says, not diaper tingly. Child, yes. <laughs> Dragon Tainer, uh, Trainer 18 says, T looking like a snack. How you doing? Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, y'all. So I want to go ahead and talk about this situation that is going down um child now if y'all don't know this why your cell situation is getting worse and worse me and bo sherelle talked about this you know twice on the podcast well the snitching honey just knows no bounds and so there's a man named why cell woody and he was caught on camera basically telling on Young Thug, telling on YSL, and a lot of people are really, really upset. And it's it's very interesting to me because I feel like how is all of this stuff, they're supposed to be protecting these snitches. How is all this ending up on the internet? This is just really crazy. And so I'm going to go ahead and play you guys his video, his interrogation video. This dude is trash. Okay, let me... What I'm saying is I can't offer you anything. Investigative force can't offer you anything. We can let the district attorney's office know and tell them that you were cooperating. The information I had, they gave you on the here right now. I mean, we can pass it to them. You say you pass it to them. I'll tell you something going to happen today. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Somebody's supposed to get killed tonight. Who? You know who. I don't know who. But who, who, there's so much going on in this day. I don't know who. You're going to have to... <laughs> But this is a murder that about to take place with some very bad people. And the stuff that I know right now, now I mean, she'll be able to help me get out of my situation. Okay. I can tell y'all this much right here. Okay. I know people are going to go do it. I can, I, can, I can get the time when they're going to go do it. So y'all can get them in the head. I know. Who's the target? One guess. I mean, Lucci's locked up. Share Kim. So, how? Y'all always been tight. Who? Kim. Who's always been tight? Share Kim. I know. He's, he's, he's this man. He's a sexual beast guy. He's mom. This is just, this is much as I can say to him. Because y'all already tell me. Wait, you're, you're like, I'm going to get lost. He's like, who, who's tight with the show? Your friend's not here, nobody can hear you. Like, friend's not here. We moved him forever. Yeah, the person y'all just think that I didn't tell him anything, he won't him. He won't have his bed. So you're talking about Jeffrey. But one thing I do know, I do know you can call somebody on their phone and they hear what I have to say. And you, I can call this person right here in y'all's face with a better background. And let y'all hear and see his face tell me how they plan on doing this. Or Call who? The person I'm talking about. I care for him and I hate I'm doing it to him, but. Who? I don't care. I'm not say You him. know somebody. Sure I, I don't know. This somebody who's close to me. I'm Is it young guy? I ain't saying no name. Hold on. <laughs> what time it is? All right, y'all. Y'all just heard that rap. Now, this is my issue with this whole situation, okay? And I even wrote this on uh, 
on Instagram. This has always been my motto since I was a kid. Trust no man. Trust no bitch. Because when things get hot, they all going to snitch. Okay? Y'all not got bars, bitch. I should be a damn the next female rapper or something. Okay? I've always lived by that motto. Um, I feel like this. If you're going to do dirt with people, okay, and you're going to do the crime, you got to understand that there are consequences for that crime if you get caught. I don't respect that at all. Because this was the same man who was on social media flossing this YSL, slime life, all that no shit they be doing, like they're snorting coke, you know, just throwing up gang signs, you know, flashing money, driving cool cars. But now when the shit is real, all of a sudden, oh, oh, I got a tip. Somebody about to die. I know all about a murder. Now he can't just, he, he's just running his mouth. I, I just, I think it's just really, really tacky. And it's just, it, it's absurd to me that you would get yourself involved in criminal activity. And then when shit gets hot, you don't want to be a man and take that time. But I hope this is waking up a lot of these kids, okay? Well, y'all are busy doing all this shit, okay? And bragging all this YSL stuff. Y'all see this organization is crumbling before your eyes. It just goes to show you even the people that you call your closest associates, your closest friends will turn on you. And it also makes me look at it like this. Was Young Thug really a good leader? Meaning, was he the type of person who really looked out for his boys? Because usually when everybody's eating, and everybody is genuinely getting paid from the dirt that they're doing, it's very hard to break an organization. Or was he the type of mob boss, quote unquote, that abused his subjects and talked down to them? Remember when he told that girl at the airport, you're a peasant, you're beneath me. I said the audacity. Young Thug, do you remember how you used to look before you got them new teeth and got them, you know, them nice, you know, your dreadlocks you twisted? He used to look like a damn uh, scary tree that stood in front of a haunted house. And you got there to become somebody a peasant? Sir, you've come a long way, okay? Let's not do that. So I say that to say, how did he treat these people? Because I just find it very interesting how everybody just folded and snitched. And you know what? And I'm gonna throw Gunner in that too. I think Gunner, the more I look at the situation, he did snitch. When he basically said that YSL is a gang, now there's no out for Young Thug, and they want Young Thug, okay? My thing is this. If you're going to get involved in the criminal life, then you need to be man or woman enough to deal with the consequences. So for me, because I, I, I like living in a clean home. I like being able to use the bathroom in private without four other people looking at me go pee. I like good food. Okay, so because I like and I appreciate this shit, I don't do dirt. I don't commit crimes. You don't have mug shots of me fucking drunk and high and, you know what I'm saying, doing stupid shit. Let's make that cool. I, I see people think it's cool. I don't got a mug shot. I got a mug shot. Well, I don't have one. And I think that's pretty damn cool as old as I am that I don't have a mug shot. You know what I'm saying? My thing is if you're going to do dirt, then you know what comes with that. Don't then try and snitch and distance yourself. No, y'all was about that life a year ago, bitch. So what's up with all the telling? And y'all better wake up and understand 
that a lot of these people that y'all run with and think that y'all can do dirt with, they're not really solid. They're just there for the fun times. They're there to floss, be seen with you. But when it comes down to it, you, you don't really know who those people are. You might make music together, but they were involved in some really, really heavy stuff. And I say it by saying, you know, free young thug, free young thug. Why? Because he's a rapper. This man was a hip hop mob figure. He was literally green lighting hits, allegedly. You know, and even like some of his friends are so weird, like some of his, his associates. Remember the one that like just in the middle of the courtroom, as if there's not cameras and police, he ran to hand him a Percocet or some type of drug. I assumed it was a perk. I don't know. It could have been a crack rock. I don't know. I'm just going to assume it's a perk in front of everybody. It's like, what is wrong with these people who just hand somebody drugs in the middle of court? I'm telling you, it's a mess out here. People think this shit is cute. And the fact is, there's nothing cool about the criminal life. You can only be on top so long, especially if you are a person of color. They're not going to allow you to do dirt for 20, 30 plus years. Like I said, they will sit back and watch you guys bury yourselves for years. You know why they didn't jump in sooner? They could have jumped in five, six, seven years ago. They sat there and watched both of these gangs, YSL and Lucci's Click, sit there, shoot at each other, kill each other, this tit for tat. For 10 years, they watch all this stuff play out because they don't give a damn about black death. If these was a bunch of white boys and Italians killing each other, they would have shut this down a long time ago. So this entire situation is a mess. Yes, exactly. BMF is a perfect example. And they were actually really living the lifestyle that most of these rappers lie about. BMF was really living that lifestyle. They were really moving weight. They were really throwing these huge parties. They were really living like just a crazy lifestyle. And as cool as it looked and as dope as it was to experience, because they were running Atlanta at one point. It's not so cool now when you fast forward 5, 10, 15, 20 years later and this man is in prison. So, yeah, I just, I don't like that. I just, I didn't like it. Um, I'm disgusted by it because, again, he's quit to snitch and tell, but he was just as involved. And to me, that doesn't make you any better because you're telling you're just as good. It's not like when the murder were taking place, he was jumping in front of bullets and shit, trying to save the damn victim. And, and you know, trying to talk to him like, no, let's not kill this person. We got to do, you weren't doing that. You were there idly by around all that demonic energy. So no, you don't get to snitch and then play innocent. This is all about self-preservation because he doesn't want to go to jail for the next 20, 30 years. So who they want is Young Thug. And it's too many people telling, even the sister came out. No, it wasn't the sister. It was Young Thug's girlfriend. She came out and said that the sister was also telling. Said the sister even said that YSL was a gang. You know, so it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Again, 
it's these personas in music, you know, this whole mob boss mentality and, you know, we're running this and that, but people are not understanding before you get yourself involved in shit, you better understand the laws. That's what I used to tell one of my little nephews through marriage. When he was out here acting a fool and doing dirt and doing stupid shit, we told him flat out. Do you know how much time that carries? No. We'll look it up. This is how much everything carries. You get caught with a gun, you're looking at this much time. You get caught with drugs, you're looking at this much time. You get caught with this, doing that, you're looking at this much time. I think more people need to talk to kids like that. Show them the time that they're looking at so that way they are aware that if you still want to be out here selling fucking pills and shit, don't be shocked once you're arrested and they hand you a five-year sentence because you knew what it was because we told your ass when you were 16. Just saying. People really need to read up on the laws. Just like everybody want to be a pimp and pimp out these OnlyFans chicks and all this shit, but you're gonna be driving them girls across state lines and they're gonna fuck around and get your ass for human trafficking. They're popping a lot of young boys off like that with human trafficking. And you might've just been giving these girls a ride so they can go home from state to state because they grown, they wanna do what they wanna do. But they feel like, you know what? As a black guy, you're riding around with these white girls, you're driving them around, you're obviously their pimp. So not only are we gonna charge you, we're also gonna throw human trafficking on top of that, which doubles the sentence. Yeah, it's a mess out here. People better wake up. People better wake up and understand they are not playing. They need bodies to feed the prison industrial complex. It is getting harder and harder in this economy. So instead of paying the law-abiding citizens their worth, 19, 20, 25 dollars an hour to do manual labor, to you know make furniture and things like that, we can have inmates do it for not even a fraction of the price, paying them not three cents per hour, three cents per day. It's a it's a way, way bigger picture. Y'all better wake up and, and really understand the games that are being played. And the laws that are changing and how fast the laws are changing. DW says, speak on it, TT. Thank you. The system... Is it making them do anything? No, the system ain't making them do nothing. They're grown. Them is grown men. That's the problem. We make excuses for grown men. All these men knew what it was. They loved it. They was here. They want to be looked at as, you know, being about that life. Well, this is what being about that life gets you, unfortunately. So a lot of the young kids who are listening to the music they're not understanding that a lot of the things that they're talking about in that music is real. It's not just fantasy. It's just not a song. And then you have kids who turn around and want to perpetuate that. So yeah, the whole, the whole situation is insane. So now I want to take that in segue into what's going on with Lil Boosie and T.I. 
So if y'all don't know, little Boosie's out here mad, honey. He's upset with T.I. I had to play the video on my desktop because this is a Vlad interview. And you know, Vlad, a.k.a. Glad TV, honey. He love to copyright shit. Go ahead and pull this up. So basically in this video, um, we talked about it a while ago on Instagram. T.I.'s ass decided to come out. I don't know what, like, who asked him, but he decided to just come out and tell everybody that basically um, when his cousin died, him and his cousin were doing dirt together, and he put the dirt on his dead cousin. And I believe the only reason why he was even talking about it, because you guys remember around that time, little Dirk was looking at prison time because remember him and King Von had gotten arrested for that shooting down there by that nasty-ass varsity in Atlanta. I heard them hot dogs were disgusting. They done shot somebody ass out there. Remember, they were arrested. They were in court. And so Dirk was looking at time, and Dirk basically blamed everything on King Von. So that kind of caused controversy. Some people saying, well, that's snitching. Other people saying, well, King Von is dead. Do you think he cares? You know, so then all of a sudden, here comes T.I., you know, just trying to get on a hot topic. And he was speaking about how he also snitched on his dead cousin. So now Boosie is talking about it, and Boosie is not here for it. He's very upset. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play you guys what little Boosie had to say here. I don't know if that's true. With the T.I. situation, if he did that, you're a fucking rat too. I don't spare no motherfucking body. Because if you if you if you're doing anything wrong, you doing anything criminal out, and you cooperate with law enforcement to get you out of trouble, that means you're cooperating. That means you're a rat. Like, and then like I'm like, why the fuck he say that when we got a fucking album gonna come out? Okay. Like it was like, bro. Okay, so is that album coming out? No. Oh. So you have a finished album with T.I. that's not coming out. No, because it ruined everything. Because of that. It ruined everything. I woke up with my motherfucking phone, everything full. Like, Boosie, you cannot do an album, Boosie. My real fans, like, Boosie, you the last one left. All right, let me go ahead and move this. So y'all heard what Lil Boosie had to say. Now, one thing I will say is that Boosie Boo, aka Badass, he did keep the same energy. He really did. That's always been Lil Boosie's stance. No snitching, any type of telling you part, you know, you with the police and all this other stuff. So that has always been his stance. So I'm not surprised. Now, before I came on live, Maria told me that T.I. has responded back to Lil Boosie. So I haven't seen his response yet. We're going to look at it together. So give me just a moment to pull up his response. I hope it's a video, but no, on T.I., he done wrote some shit. Oh, God. He wrote. <laughs> he done wrote a dissertation. All right. I'm going to put on my mother goose 3D glasses. Okay, so not the name being tip. If I can zoom in. Oh, no, hold on. I was hoping I could zoom in. All right, I gotta come in close. Tip, yes. Yeah, so I don't know if it's you or your OG uncle that needs to see it, but I got my paperwork ready to show. Pull up. 
my number the same, my address the same, my nigga, to get on the net and speak on shit that you've never spoke to me about, leaving me to believe that you've been hiding your heart, hiding your heart the whole time. I never speak certain disrespect on your name slash reputation. But if homie, the convict code said, when in doubt, pull the paperwork out. If you ain't did that, now I don't know what type of time you on, but I say again, if it was a question or confusion by anything I said, you could have caught an ass. So you can report back and tell your OG, or you could have pulled up and checked the black and white like I'm offering now. Either way though, my nigga, I ain't bound to no niggas opinion of me cause that's what they think will, cause what they think will never overrule what I know. So don't wonder no more, homie. Answer the if, pull up and report back to the rest of these niggas whose opinions matter so much to you. Cause I could give a fuck about what no nigga think about me. The tail shall never wag the dog. Leadership leads with the facts and the stats. We don't follow no fantasy land shit. Remember nothing but gods. So come on and see what you speaking about. So next time you can speak intelligently at Mama Hella Vegan 2.0. I expected more from you. This shit ain't solid. Obviously thought we was something, but we wasn't. Child. Okay, I'm sorry I had to get all close. It's really little. I had to come in close and read, child. Big old face in the screen. Oh, I see all the tiny violins. <laughs> the tea sippers are messy. All I see is tiny violins and tomatoes. Tomatoes. Tom <laughs> they said so they don't give a shit about none of the stuff you talking about, T.I. They, they don't care. Sir, whatever, boo. The whole situation is a mess. Um, you know, again, let's keep it real, okay? Like, I get what Boosie's saying, and maybe he has that, you know, attitude because he spent, you know, several years in prison, child. I don't know. But if I'm doing dirt with somebody, and God forbid they die, and we're both locked up, let's say we both get locked up, and, you know, they mess around, have a heart attack, they done died. The average person's going to be like, he did it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the average problem, I mean, who's going to like, why, why would I go to jail? He's already dead. So I mean, I'm just supposed to be just going to jail on GP. Absolutely not. I'm sorry. That dead man there, he did that shit. I saw it all. I just think that's how human nature works. You know, now if the man was still alive and T.I. was snitching on him and trying to put everything on him, then that's messed up. But the man is dead. You know, what's he going to do? Come back from the from the grave and haunt him? You snitched on me. Whoa. Like, I doubt that. OK. So, I, I, you know, I think Lil Boosie was being messy. But like I said, he kept the same energy. But I always find it interesting how they do all this talking on Vlad's couch, you know, they stay on Vlad's couch, just, you know, running their mouth, telling all their business. But um, 
regardless of how T.I. sees it, I think T.I. put himself in that situation because, again, nobody asked T.I. for this information. What happened to the days of taking shit to the grave? And it's not like T.I. is 21. This is a grown man who's damn near 40. He didn't have to even, you know, reveal this information. It didn't change anything besides his relationship with Lil Boosie. We didn't need to know it. We don't, we don't care. So again, these people run their mouths so much, looking to go viral, looking for social media attention, and now it's backfired. And let's keep it real, they both could have used their sales from that album. Because ain't nobody checking for T.I. or Boosie like that when it comes to their music. So with them doing this collaborative album, I think they definitely would have sold, you know, many copies, you know, to buy both the fans together. I think it would have been a dope project. So I don't know. But Boosie said he's not working with him because he's a snitch. So good luck to them and all their hood booger activities. <laughs> Moving on. How much time we got left? Let's see here. It's almost six o'clock. Oh, I've been on an hour already. Yeah, Vlad TV is like the the living embodiment of just pillow talking. They just get up there and just just whisper sweet nothings in Vlad's ear. Vlad, Vlad loves it. So, so you think that's snitching, huh? You want to elaborate on that? Oh, Vlad loves it. <laughs> Let me read some of these super chats here. Um, give me just a second. Okay, uh, Trill Pretty One says sending love, happy Mardi Gras. He also sold fish fry. Oh, you must be talking about Master P. Child, he sold fish fry, pancake mix, white rice, <laughs> gravy. He was selling everything. Um, let's see here. Riz Mahler sent five dollars. Says taking a TLC day off and your streams the second. Oh, the second I draw a bath, thank you for your hard work and consistency, T. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Audrika uh, Tanya said 9.99 says, hey, sis, I hope you're having a fabulous day. I sent you an email regarding the Discord. Could you please read when you have a chance, please? And thank you. Definitely will. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Uh, Chantilly TV says, hey, T, what do you think of the new CEO of YouTube? And can you do it? I'm going to leave Will one more time for laughs. Love you. That's so funny. I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. I'm going I'm I'm to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to I'm 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 leave Will. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> um, as far as the new CEO, it's going to be interesting. You know, Susan Wadajewski stepped down. Again, uh, she's falling in line with the mass CEO exodus. Um, I don't know what this new man is about, what he's going to do, but it's a lot of changes coming to social media. And we'll talk about that more because I'm going to hit on the topic of Facebook and um, Instagram. So I'll hit on that more. Uh, let's see here. Spooky Sully sent 10000 in wine money. Says, good morning, T. Just wanted to show some love. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, Jennifer Wiley sent $19.99. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, to, to be Black Native says, lovely, you look great. Nola girl, MP, happy for TP. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. 
Uh, Katie Bryan says, happy Mardi Gras tea, drunk as fuck, LOL, love ya. By the way, Alien Green Tea Room slash Deep Dive was off the chain. Catch you on the playback. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. Thank you for supporting. Um, let's see here. My page refreshed again. Uh, Todd French 600 says, salute to Black Excellence, madam. I have been a sipper since the days when you had that heel collection on the stand in the back of you. Hashtag excellence. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely had to, you know, switch it up. I'll be switching it up again, too. One more again. Oh, do I still have this up here? Okay, there we go. I didn't, I still had the background. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. J Universe says, these kids don't give a F about none of that. They are completely aware of the consequences. They just think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, you do have some kids who don't care. But the sad part is, a lot of these people that were with YSL, they're not kids. A lot of them are grown men, you know, who understand their consequences. And instead of them facing their consequences, they're all ratting and telling and, and you know, flipping. But most people are not as solid as they think they are, especially when you, when, when you think about it, right? Um, and I think that's for anybody. If you're looking at more time than you have literally lived, Let's say you're 25 and you're looking at 30 years in prison. You're, you're going to try and find any way to get about that situation. And that's what a lot of people do. They can't even fathom 25 years from now. You know, and that time is no joke. You lose everything. Friends, family, you're just the same situation. I, I, I know some people who are doing 20 years plus. It's insane to think about. You know, so I think. When you start talking about real time and real double digits, it makes people feel like, oh, no, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not that much of a ride or die, you know, which is unfortunate. That's why if you're going to do dirt, do dirt by yourself. It makes no sense to do dirt with a whole crew and, you know, your homeboy, your girlfriend. If you're going to do dirt, do dirt by yourself, because that way, if you get caught, there's nobody to blame but yourself. And there's also nobody else to snitch on you. But people want to do dirt and invite the entire community. Like, no, I, I don't want to join y'all in a drive-by. You're insane. And dumbasses will go with it. Because, again, they think it's cool. It's something to do. And then when they get arrested, now you want to tell. Well, you, you was about that life and, you know, super happy, ready to flex when y'all rode on that drive-by. But now that y'all have been caught, now all of a sudden you want to start talking. It's insane. How about you don't jump in the car and go on a drive-by? I mean, is that not an option? <laughs> I'm just saying, is that not an option anymore? Hey, you want to go on a drive-by? I got some beef. No. About to go eat me a pack of Scammer Pea Noodles and watch Netflix. All right, bye. It's that simple. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. People don't, you know, people don't invite me to things like that. But I'm just saying, if I was ever asked, I'd be like, no, I'm straight. Say my beef. Got nothing to do with this. But good luck to you on your adventures. Moving on, you know, so yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. Everybody wants to talk that tough shit until it comes time to do in real time. They're not willing to do it. I know young thug ought to be in there going through it because bitch, I wasn't even involved. And, I, and I'm like, damn, that got to be sick to be watching that, to be watching people who claimed that you were their homeboy and you looked out for them and their family. 
and they're all flipping. They're all flipping. I saw an old video gunner. He he uh, the whole time just throwing up gang signs. Damn, they're ready to see walk. Now the sudden, you know, they said, I think somebody posted on Twitter yesterday. They said he's trying to get up out of YSL. <laughs> they said he wants to go on the straight and narrow. I said, I bet he do. Shit. <laughs> now he want to act right. A mess. Let's see here. Um, young Kobe says, when you do your true crime reenactments, I will be one of your first actors manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the super chat i appreciate you kobe um let's see here ken says hi t i took your advice last year and created my own table starting a landscaping company and it's taken off now i have the ability to landscape in hawaii avoiding the buffalo winners thank you for the blueprint that is awesome and that is so good to hear congratulations to you you know what i'm saying and also give yourself a pat on the back for Stepping out in faith, it's not easy to step out on your own, especially when you don't have the support of everybody because people will knock you and try and knock your ideas and say that you're doing too much. So congratulations to you for doing that. You know, there's so many ways to hustle and get it out here, but you really have to get out and get it. So you are the living embodiment of that. So thank you. Thank you for the update. I appreciate it, Ken. Um, let's see here. Crystal says, oh, my God, I caught a tea. I caught a lovely tea live. Sorry. Um, you're not my auntie. You're my sis. Keep doing your thing and I'll keep watching. Definitely. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate you. Uh, Keisha and love says, hey, TT. Um, the Colin show was deep. People be snitching on their coworker, Bob, who left the company. Like who approved the invoice? Bob did. <laughs> love you. <laughs> yeah. People would tell on the littlest things. So if you're doing real dirt that can get people double digits, just know they're going to tell. They're going to fold. That's just the way of the world. Um, so I want to go ahead before I go. I want to talk about this Sierra situation first, and I'm going to talk about the whole meta situation. So if you guys don't know, Sierra has dropped a new song. And it's another single ladies type anthem. And a lot of people on Twitter are not here for it. They were dragging her overnight. So let me go ahead and pull this up really quick here. Oh, hold on. I want Vlad to play in the background. Okay, let me pull up this um, Sierra situation. Now I can't play the song. But I will show you guys some of the tweets and stuff of what people were saying. So we wrote, Sierra is dropping new music this year, but many people on social media are calling her out for her hypocrisy. In her latest, her latest single is a single woman anthem called For the Girls. In a recent Instagram video, she can be heard singing, this is for the girls getting money. This is for the girls that don't need no man. This is for the girls who love thyself. This is for the girls who've done it all by themselves. Many people are not feeling it because it doesn't represent her current life. So that's her singing it. And so these are just some of the comments. Um, somebody says, by no means is she broke on her own, but please let's stop the cap. These women be selling y'all wolf tickets and then going home to their husbands. 
Somebody else says, like, girl, please go to hell. Somebody else says, Russell, probably the one that took the video. This person says, Sierra, please stop this now. We are tired of being independent. We want a life like yours. Please stop promoting this type of music when you're going straight home to get loved on. This person says, all the girls on a mission like you, you have a husband, yet you're trying to push single women, single womanhood. You are a pathetic hypocrite. This person says, this is for the girls who don't need a man. Meanwhile, you have a whole husband that's worth millions. Your wealth with him equates billions. Stop pushing this toxic narrative in our communities. This person says another anthem for lonely single black women from a married black woman makes no sense. The agenda continues. Black women will continue to suffer because, because of it. Shake my head. Y'all be going in, child. Uh, somebody else says, but you're happily married with your kids. How is this relatable? Why do y'all love to push the F these niggas agenda to the rest of the girls? When in reality, that's not what you believe in. Are you independent? No, you got Russell. So they just keep going on and on. Um, somebody else said, girl, you a whole wife. Why are you making this song about a girl who don't need no man? You need to have several seats at home with your husband and children. <laughs> so as you can see, social media, they are not here for the foolishness. That is Sierra being married, yet you know, pushing this whole single lady type mentality. Now, I also heard a lot of people saying, um, well, Beyonce did it. Beyonce had a whole song called Single Ladies. But if you guys actually listen to the lyrics of Single Ladies, she's not promoting single womanhood. She's saying, you know, if you want it, then you should have put a ring on it. She's actually promoting marriage. She's saying, you know, if I'm good enough and I'm a single woman, you need to put a ring on it. You need to, you know what I'm saying? You need to do right. Make me an honest woman. That's really what she's saying. She's not saying what Sierra's saying. Now, I'll say this. I see both parts, right? I think Sierra has the right to make whatever type of music she wants to make. You know, and I do like a lot of Sierra's music. Um, you know, I think I like her dancing more, but I do have some Sierra songs, you know, that to me will forever be a bop. But I get what some people are saying, though. Because a lot of these, and it's not just Sierra. I mean, we can take a lot of these female rappers. Look at the city girls. They're telling y'all to scam on a nigga. And, you know, just fuck a nigga for bags. And, you know, have a guy take you shopping. Put it on them. It's, it's never anything about a husband or, you know, being in a monogamous relationship. It's just about hoeing, selling pussy, and getting bags, right? But then when I look at the city girls, JT's in a, talk shit or not, she seems to be in a very loving relationship with little Uzi Vert. That's her boo. I don't know what the hell Kreisha has going on, but before this whole mess with uh, Diddy, you know, she was with Southside, her baby's father, and the other baby father before that. You know, so they've always been in some type of relationship. Um, you know, Meg had, well, she had party. They said her and party broke up. I don't know. But a lot of these females, they do push, you know, the whole single woman trope. And I get what people are saying, how it can be detrimental, because, again, a lot of other races don't push this whole independent, get my own money. I'm a strong woman. 
And I've always told you guys on this channel that I there's there's certain words I hate that are equated to black women. I hate the word strong, independent black woman. I hate the word single mother because that's just been just bastardized and made to shame women, especially black women. And I hate the term black girl magic. I've been saying that for years. Black girls are not magical. We're just women. We're just girls. We're just human beings. We have emotions. We cry. We break down. And we have the right to be feminine. We have the right to be emotional. Nobody tells Asian girls they're Asian girl magic. Nobody, you know, shames white women when they're crying Karen tears. But with black women, it's you need to be strong. You know, you're not supposed to show emotion. You're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to hold down the family. You're supposed to hold down your man. You're supposed to do it all. No, we's tired. Everybody don't want to hold down shit. How about you become an equal partner? So I'm not having to hold you up. Okay. So I get it. Like there's, there's a lot of dysfunction in the community. So I get where some people are coming from, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think she meant any ill will. I think for Sierra, it's just a song, you know what I'm saying? And the few times, let's keep it real too, though. The few times that Sierra has posted positive things about her marriage and said, she said something that caused controversy a while back about marriage and y'all drug her for it. Let me see if I can find it. This was like in 2018 or something. She caught a lot of backlash. I'm trying to, it was like an article came up. If y'all remember what she said, people were dragging her. Because she was saying something about like, women need to do something in order to keep their like, their their marriage. You know, you need to act a certain way, just carry yourself a certain way in order to attract a husband. It wasn't the prayer. She had said something on Twitter and people were like really upset about it. So that's my issue. If she talks about, you know, single womanhood and, you know, being independent, people get mad. But then when she says, you know, you need to, you know, act accordingly, you need to be feminine, you need to carry yourself a certain way in order to attract a mate, then it's shut the hell up. Everybody don't want to be married. I'm strong. I don't need no man. So, you know, at the end of the day, child, you can't win with the internet. Because again, if she came out with a song about marriage and, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beautiful wife and I cook for my husband and I make my husband lunch, you know, I, I put his lunch in a pail and he takes it to the, you know, to the NFL locker room and, you know, eats, I don't know, child. I guess maybe they're not a construction worker, but no. I, I mean, I've seen women get mad at women making lunch for their husbands. I'm like... I'm I was so confused. I mean, I was married for years and that was just part of my wifely duty. You make your husband, you know what I'm saying? Lunch. Like, why is that bad? Like people were like really shaming. It was like a video that just came up on my Instagram feed. And she had this really cool lunchbox and, you know, she was making stuff for her husband and people were really mad. Now, you know, what? he's a grown man. He can't make his own lunch. I bet you he don't make you lunch. And she's like, I enjoy making lunch for my husband. What is the problem? I, you got a lot of miserable people on social media. I was really shocked. I'm like, this white lady is minding her business. She got this cool ass lunchbox for her man. Okay. It, it, like, it heats up the soup and shit. I've never seen it before. It's like an electronic lunchbox. You plug it in with a USB cord and his food stays warm the whole day. I said, now, if that ain't love, I don't know what it is. I've never seen that. A hot lunchbox. So imagine when her, her husband sits down to eat, the food is just as fresh as when she made it. And people were mad at that. I had a warm, fuzzy feeling. I went on Amazon, was looking up the lunchbox and shit. Then I thought to myself, bitch, who you about to make lunch for? 
So I backed up off of Amazon. <laughs> but I did go look up the lunchbox. But then I thought about it like, I ain't got nobody to cook for. So. <laughs> but either way, I still loved her video. You know, I thought it was sweet. You know, I just, I just don't understand the anger. I'm not mad at the song, but I mean, I get it. I, I get that, you know, women are tired. They're tired of the single woman motif towards black women. You know, black women want to be loved and married and, you know, and stuff too. Like, I, I get that. But like I said, if Sierra would have came out with a song about cooking for her man and, you know, having sex with Russell three times a week, because that's what he wants, y'all be crying about that. You know, she was singing about, you know, having to take care of the kids and, you know, child, clean the kitchen. Y'all be mad about that. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the internet wants at this point. <laughs> you know, like you have a loving relationship with Russell and Sierra. Y'all feel away about that. You got crazy ass blue face and Krishan. Y'all feel away about that. I, I don't know what y'all want. I, I don't know. You know, but um, I don't know. I, I don't have an issue with the song. I haven't heard the whole song. But I think at the end of the day, every black woman should understand that at the end of the day, we're just women. We don't need all the special magical terms. We don't want to be independent. We want to be loved. We want to be nurtured like any other woman, you know? So that's the only thing that I, that I will say that I don't like is like, you know, like the weird, the magical Negro. That's what I like to call it, the magical Negro syndrome. I know black people are not magical. We're just black. We're black people. You know, and give us our respect. That's it. That's all. But yeah, I, I just, I just, I don't know. That that whole Instagram thing just tripped me out. Cause you know, I was all like, oh my God, this is so cool. And then I read the comments. I'm like, damn. You know, the top comment had like 5,000 likes and oh, I can't believe you're making him lunch. And I'm like, 5,000 people like this? <laughs> what? I was shocked. I said, child, let me keep scrolling. I, mm -mm. It got real low vibration. I said, all that because she made her man lunch. Damn. You can tell you I ain't ever been fed by nobody, honey. Let's see here. Somebody says, why am I wearing red? Uh, Kenyon Bell, am I not allowed to wear red? I'm, I'm confused. I wear all types of colors, sir. I wear red. I wear blue. I wear purple. I wear white. This is a female channel. I can wear any color I choose, sir. Damn. <laughs> he was all serious. Why are you wearing red? I don't know. Like, I can't see what you're wearing. Otherwise, I'd ask you, why are you wearing what you're wearing? Why are you watching me in your drawers? <laughs> Let me ask you that. He at home right now in a pair of boxer shorts with a little flap open. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, so let me see here. So before I go, I've been out here for an hour and 30 minutes. Um, we got to talk about this whole metaverse Instagram situation. Okay. Now, if you guys remember, Tigro Damas told y'all social media is dying. A lot of these platforms are not what they used to be. They're running out of money. And so we had posted the other day that Instagram, who is owned by Meta, AKA Facebook, they're not going to start charging y'all. Let me pull this up here. We already have it with Twitter and the Twitter blue, which to me is a joke. 
Okay, let me share my screen real quick here. Okay, so Meta is rolling out a new paid verification subscription services called Meta Verified. CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced on, Inst on an Instagram update on Sunday for $11.99 a month on the web and $14.99 a month on I for iOS users, so iPhone users. On Meta's Instagram and Facebook platforms, they'll be able to submit their government ID and get a blue verification badge. The service will be introduced in Australia and New Zealand this week. More countries will follow, Zuckerberg said. This new feature is about increasing authenticity and security across our services, Zuckerberg wrote in the post. Meta has historically granted verification to notable users like politicians, executives, members of the press, organizations to signal legitimacy. The company's new subscription service is similar to Twitter's revamped service called Twitter Blue, which also grants users a verification badge if they pay monthly. So let's talk about this. Now, y'all see these gifts? Mark my words. These gifts that they have now put on Instagram, I'm not here for it. And let me explain. And I'm a gift girl. Y'all know in Discord. And even in Discord, we use gifts sparingly. You're really only allowed to like gift out in like the friend finder room. So like when we get new people who come in, we have big gift parties, right? But you're not going to be in the science room just posting gifts. Like you need to have conversation, right? Like that gets annoying. Like, you know, one or two here and there, but we're not trying to have just a bunch of gifts. Like we like to communicate. My issue with Instagram, that is not the platform for gifts. And I really hope that YouTube does not do that. Do not allow gifts on YouTube. Okay. New CEO. I love the comment section. What I've noticed in the past four days of watching this gift activity on my personal page, what these gifts are doing, you guys, if you guys are not seeing the big picture, stay aware, not woke. They're limiting conversation. When you go on Instagram, part of that is the conversation in the comment section. You're there to give your opinion, your thoughts. People can agree. People don't have to agree, but you're there to have dialogue. When you post a gift, you don't even have to think when you're posting a gift. You're just putting in LOL and just posting. There's no dialogue happening. And these gifts are taking up space. It looks cluttered. It looks silly. You got to scroll to try and find real comments. So what they're going to end up doing, they're testing the gifts out right now. They're going to make that gift, I bet you anything, a part of the premium package for the younger kids. Well, if you like these gifts, you'll need to upgrade. When you upgrade, you'll have access to posting gifts on Instagram. That's going to be a part of the perk as well. These gifts are being used. I know aware is woke. I use the word aware because I got tired of people saying woke. Eyes woke now. Woke got played out, so I use the word aware. So the gifts are being pushed by a lot of these social media sites to limit conversation. Because when you just post a gift, you're not having real dialogue. You're not having real conversation. You're not even really stating how you feel. You're basically making a picture, a, a video image of how you feel, but you're not stating what you feel. So gifts are okay 
every now and then for like Twitter, Facebook. But I hate the fact now on the shade room, all you're seeing is gift, 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 gift. And then what's eventually going to happen is people are going to make their own gifts, right? I mean, I have a bunch of gifts. I didn't make them. People make them of me. I didn't know I was that funny. I'd be looking at my gifts like, damn. Okay, cool. But um, people are going to start making their own gifts now in a form of self-promotion. So now you're going to be having OnlyFans models twerking their cheeks as a gift and posting that. No dialogue. Just see my cheeks and come to my OnlyFans. You're going to have, you know, bum-ass rappers, you know, doing like this. Come to my page and watch me rap. It's just going to be a bunch of just annoying-ass self-promotion. I don't like where it's going. Okay? So that's my issue with the whole gift thing. I'm not feeling it. I, I, at first, I thought, are you not feeling it because you're a hater because you don't have access to do it? And then the more I thought about it, I don't want access anymore because y'all are annoying me now in my comment section with all the gifts. I don't mind a few, but there's literally been posts and it's just like gift, 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 gift. I'm like, where's the people? Where's the conversation? I want to laugh, you know? But um, them charging $11.99 a month to $14.99 a month for verification. The reason why they're rolling this out, let's keep it real. This is a conversation that Zuckerberg does not want to have. This man has spent millions of dollars on that crap ass metaverse. And that metaverse is going down the drains. It's not as successful as he thought it was going to be. He's been burning investors money on the metaverse. And now he's trying to come back and be like, oh, pay for verification. This is the, you know, this is what all the girls are doing. Now, verifications were initially meant to be free. And they're supposed to be the verification of people who are, you know, like real celebrities, influencers, stuff like that. They won't verify me worth shit. I don't know. You know, I, I'm, I'm over it. I don't know whose dick I need to suck, but obviously, you know, I, I don't know what I need to do. But they won't verify me. But it's OK. People know who the hell I am. OK. But, um, you know, this was supposed to be for like people who are really in entertainment or politics. What I hated about when Twitter did it. It's literally any Yahoo now with a verification badge. So now what I'm seeing is like people who write the craziest shit. I'm like, this person's verified? Who is this? So now I'm clicking on their profile. They got two followers. Why are you verified? You're just tweeting bullshit. But it looks legitimate because the person has a blue check mark. That's what I hate. So now Twitter annoys me because now you have all the crazies who are legitimizing themselves for $7.99 a month. It's like, really? It just... Now it's not so cool. I'm sorry, if I was verified, even though I'm not, but if I had a blue check mark naturally, I would feel away. I'm verified on YouTube, damn it. Thank you, YouTube. Okay, I would feel away if somebody who don't even make YouTube videos is verified. Why are you verified on YouTube? You don't make content, you watch content. So yeah, if I was a blue check mark person, I would feel away. People been asking me, you gonna buy you gonna buy a blue check mark? I'm not buying anything that I should be given for free. I'm not buying that. I've been putting in work too long. I wish I would pay seven something a month. Hell no. It's just another subscription. Think about it. We're paying for Netflix. We're paying for YouTube Prime. You gotta pay for YouTube Prime because these ads are so ridiculous nowadays. You get an ad. One time I was in the shower. I'm like, well, damn, like what happened to the video I was watching? I had to get out the shower, shivering cold to hit skip. The ad was an hour long. That's not an ad. That's a deep dive documentary. 
There's full music videos, movies. This, these aren't ads. This is how, how you know social media is going broke. Look at your email. Yahoo email. Ads in the email. I would have never thought I'd see the day we'd have ads in between our emails. Ads on Twitter now. It's just, it's getting to be a bit much, but that's because social media is going broke and they have to try and make that money. I'm going to tell you what the true tea is, why a lot of these platforms are mad. You had Instagram being a platform that literally created millionaires for some people. Let's take, for example, Kylie Jenner. She literally was able to cultivate a following on Instagram using their platform. Kylie's not a developer. She don't do no softwareing. She's not paying for any of the overhead. So she amassed this huge following, then started selling her makeup, lip kits, skincare line, clothing. All of that was done via Instagram, free advertising. And this girl was able to get to a billionaire status. Think about it, y'all. Follow me. It wasn't just Kylie, it was all of them, Kim and, you know, just whatever celebrity who got rich, you know, promoting via Instagram. So now a lot of these platforms, they feel away because they feel like this. I'm a dev, right? I'm a developer. I'm in charge of fixing all the technical shit on the back end, right? You're using my platform. You're not paying for the server space. You're not paying for any of the shit that makes the, the site what it is. But you're making millions advertising to your fans off of my blood, sweat, and tears. And these platforms are filling away. So now what they're trying to do is charge the regular people, the regular man and woman who helped to make their platform what it is. Now they want to charge us for verifications and all these, you know, perks. No, what y'all should have done. When Kylie was selling all her makeup and becoming a billionaire, y'all should have told her anything you promote on the site, you got to pay us a cut. You got to pay to promote. You promoting stuff on our platform, you got to pay for that. And she gladly would have paid. She got the money. But see, this went on for years. People using these platforms as free advertisement, and now these platforms fill away. So now they're trying to make the money, but what they're going to do is chase a lot of people off because I know for me personally, if they start charging, I won't be on there. I'll be in my discord chilling. So it's going to be very, very interesting, but it's going to be a lot of charges coming down the pipeline. I would not be surprised being honest with y'all. I believe YouTube will eventually be a paid platform. YouTube, they've been trying for years to be like the next Netflix. I think, you know, right now we pay for premium ads just so we can have our sanity and watch the actual video. But I think eventually YouTube, to come onto YouTube, you'll have to pay some type of service membership fee. Um, eventually in the future, I also believe that emails, you will be charged per email. Might be two cents, five cents a quarter. I don't know. Because emailing, think about it, it took a large chunk of the postal economy. When we were younger and we wanted to contact somebody, you had to write a letter. Stamps back then were like 10 cents, 15 cents, something like that. And you sent out letters. Email really disrupted the physical postal market. 
So I would not be surprised if they go back. Somebody said, don't be giving them ideas. No, honey, this is stuff I just, I, I, I just see it where it's going. I see where the future stuff is going, where they're going to start charging for things like that. A lot of these apps that are free right now, they're going to start turning them into utilities, like the phone company, cable company. And when you can turn them into utility, now you can start charging as a utility. I believe that's going to be the future. They're trying to roll it in and make it look cute like, oh, you can be verified for $12 a month. Eventually, to be honest with you, this entire world is going to be a subscription-based model. Think about it. We don't own the music. Remember, I didn't even realize that until I started trying to get into DJing. And I went to go pull my music off of Apple, and it would not let me. And I was shocked. Because I thought, because I was paying every month, I own this. You don't own it. But thank God I'm a child of the 90s and I have all my burner shit from LimeWire, Bear, Share, and Kazaa. <laughs> Shout out to all the 90s kids burning shit. Thank God I got all my old CDs and MP3s. Bitch, don't play with us. I don't need you to put Aaliyah's album on iTunes. Bitch, we got every Aaliyah album. Okay? But yeah, that's when I first realized I didn't own none of that music on Apple. Just like with video games. Y'all have to go and purchase these games in these different, you know, stores online. You can't physically take that disc. There's no physical disc anymore. Everything's in the cloud. When we were growing up and we had Nintendo and, you know, Super Nintendo, we have cartridges. And you could take that cartridge to your friend's house and let your friend borrow. You could swap with your friend. I want to play Super Mario World. You want to play Super Mario World 3? We'll swap. Bring it back next weekend. Don't forget to blow. Remember how to blow the cartridge? <laughs> we just have to blow that shit to get it to work. So there's none of that anymore. We are moving in a future where, like Carl Schwab says, own nothing and be happy. Eventually, Everything is going to be a subscription-based model. Matter of fact, remember BMW got dragged on Twitter not too long ago because features that come with your car, remember the car that you're paying a, a monthly car note for, a car that you may just pay cash for and it's your car, they're charging you to use features like seat warming, warm steering wheels. And I mean, maybe if you live in Florida, you don't care about heated seats and a heated steering wheel. But here in Minnesota, bitch, that damn Lexus steering wheel better be hot and heavy. Them damn seats better burn my ass when I get up in that car because it's cold up here. OK, but now they're charging for that. You got to pay a subscription for your seats to be heated. When that should be a part of your car, you're paying 70, 80,000 for a car and I got to pay a, a subscription to heat my seats. BMW, I got life messed up. I need to make a video dragging y'all. I don't have one. I have a Lexus. I don't know. But 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 Lexus too, though. They charge me every year. I had to pay a subscription to remote start my car. Before, that was a regular feature. Oh, you get a remote starter with your car? Cool. Now it's a subscription because they do it through my phone. And I pay $100 a year, but I have no choice. I live in Minnesota. I'm anemic. I, I got to have a warm car. 
So it, it does help. Like if I'm at a concert, if I'm, you know, grocery shopping, I can just go on my phone, hit the Lexus app and my car starts and it'll be warm within 10 minutes. So I get that. But why do I have to pay for that? That should just be free. The car was not cheap. Should be This should be a present to me for buying that expensive ass car. So I don't know. But this is what all this stuff is going to. Everything is going to be subscription based. That is the model that we're moving towards. And while I get the convenience, because everything comes to us in, in the guise of convenience, but think about how that's going to affect you in the future when you own nothing. Even home ownership. That's becoming harder and harder to own your own home. They want you to rent and sublease. But the problem is when you own your own home, let's say you get into some type of financial strait. You always have your home to fall back on. You could take equity out your home. You can sell your home. Just like if you own your physical car, you can always sell your car. But if they're making it where everything is subscription based and, you know, you're just going to lease a car and switch it out every two years, you never really own anything. And another thing people also have to realize, too, and I'm sorry if I'm going on a rant. I apologize. I'm just all this stuff that's coming to me right now. Um, when you're when you're doing this, when you're doing this subscription based model and you're renting everything and you never really own it, you can be cut off at any time. At any time, they can say, hey, we don't like your behavior on, on Xbox. You're kicked off. And guess what? They get to keep all your games, all your skins, all the stuff you purchased. It's happened time and time again. You don't get a refund. Imagine you're watching. Look at how many times we've watched Netflix shows. Like, oh, that's my show. That show's the shit. Only to find out what Netflix is not, you know, they're they're losing this show. Uh, Disney Plus wants their shit back. So now you're paying a monthly subscription, but you don't own that. Whereas if you own the DVD, that's your DVD. You can play that series. You can play that TV show as much as you want. But because we're so reliant now on streaming, we don't own the content. So I feel like. That's where everything is going with this. And social media is going to be pushing that. They're probably going to start, um, you know, asking Congress to make them a utility. And they'll probably be able to get it because at this point, we're so addicted to social media that it is a part of everyday life. Social media has the power to affect change negatively or positively. It has the power to affect elections. So... Yeah, you're going to, it's not going to be just a situation of where you're paying the cable provider or your internet service provider. Eventually, you'll be paying for every site you visit. And that may be five, 10 years from now, but I think that's how they're going to work it in. So they're just slowly, you know, rolling out the ball and trying to normalize it. And I was very surprised at how many people signed up for Twitter Blue. Like, I really thought that most people would not pay that. Like, who the hell wants to pay to be verified? But literally, everybody's not verified on Twitter. I'm just like, really? People who don't need to be verified. Because some of the tweets that I see, I'm just like, this is coming from a verified account? And then you click on it, it's just some asshole kid. <laughs> With a blue check mark and two followers. But yeah, um, it, it's a mess. 
So let me see. I'm going to read the rest of these comments. I'm going to get up out of here. Um, oh, God, I got to get to this basketball game. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I got to get to this basketball game. Um, let me see here. I Am Unique says, T Master P also promotes YouTubers' channels for money. Finally in the Discord and enjoying it. Okay, welcome. I didn't know he was grifting YouTubers for money. That's a shame. I wouldn't want him to promote my, to promote my channel. Keep your promotion, sir. Thank you for the super chat. Um, not uh-uh, not your name being Lucifer. Lucifer Ratzinger sent $20. Thank you. Okay. Says, hey TT, CC is hilarious. No, what's hilarious is your name. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. I don't know if that's a real name. Like, who done named that child? Got a last name and everything. Not y'all naming y'all's child Lucifer. Hopefully they meant Lucius. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Um, Kanisha says, I'm a little behind, but I do believe Young Thug got his baby mama killed. Um... Thank you for the $10. I believe his baby's mother, that was in retaliation um, because they couldn't get to him. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's been a whole tit for tat situation for years between YSL and Lucci's crew, unfortunately. I listen here. JT sent $4.99, says, hey, T, great job with both channels. I hope you do a video on Jennifer Pan, Elliot Rogers. And Brandon Tina on your true crime channel. Ooh, I don't know who Jennifer Pan is. I'm gonna have to look her up. I know Elliot Rogers and I know uh, Brandon Tina. Thought her name was Tina Brandon, but that's the one from Boys Don't Cry. I remember that story when I was a kid. Okay, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, Kyra, hold on, just disappeared. Oh. Okay, Kyra says, hey, T, you look beautiful as always. Have you heard about Damar Mann, actor speaking out and protesting? He made millions yet barely pays his employees a livable wage? No. I don't know who that is. I'm going to copy and paste his name, and I'm going to look him up. That's a shame. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um... Shiki says, she said you have to level up to get married. Okay, so that's what Sierra had said. I couldn't think of what it was that she had that she had said, but I knew it had to do with marriage and it pissed a bunch of people off. So thank you for the super chat. So that's what she said. I remember people were like in their feelings and I didn't get it because you do have to level up, you know, both men and women. Nobody wants to marry a bum. I don't care if you're a female or a man, you know. Um, Tart Tarviant Santoni says, Cherry Tea, you look edible as fuck. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. That's so sweet. Um, Eddie Evans sent 20 says, keep up the awesome work. Thank you so much, Eddie. Appreciate you. Uh, Jaquia. Jaquia Dixon sent $49.99. Says, oh my God, I've been waiting for a live. Going to catch the, pay the playback, but glad I caught the live to leave a super chat. Thank you so much, Jaquia. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, Jaden Whedon said $9.99 says, Hey, Instagram low key already doing that. We're constantly showing ads for adult toys and extreme violence. Ooh. Yeah. Some of those ads are a trip on, on Instagram. 
but then let let me post some real factual stuff here comes the fact checkers you know it, it doesn't you speak the truth on instagram you're banned they delete your posts but yeah they'll have all types of overtly sexual ads which is just crazy um let's see here leah says mother efforts complaining about long comments people are too lazy to read and understand it's sad people are used to quick info gifts are going to make it worse yes i agree because like i said with gifts you don't have to think and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to dumb down society and make it where we're not having dialogue. Because especially being that people get offended by every damn thing. It's like you can't even have an opinion. So now we're promoting and pushing gifts. You know, just use a gift to express yourself. No, how about you actually take time to write and, and get your thoughts together and let us know how you feel from your heart. You know, but thank you for the super chat. Um, for the sake of Haiti, I like that name. Then 10 says, thank you, T, for your generous advice. I've been subscribed to your channel since 2011, and you inspired me to start my own channel. Thank you. Love from Ratchet Ass, Florida. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Uh, Kayla Sen 5 says, send the flood. I guess I'm going to learn how to live like a 90s kid because who is subscribing to all of that? I wish I would pay for Twitter. I definitely agree. Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Satchel Page sent 10 says, I believe the only reason they won't do that is because utilities are government regulated and we know how the people who own the internet have to be, hate to be regulated. Yeah, but if the government takes over, you never know. You know, they've been fighting with Mark Zuckerberg for years because he's basically creating his own monopoly by owning WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram. And technically, you're not supposed to own that many companies and be able to dictate, you know, who's allowed to have a voice on these platforms. So it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, let's see here. Dejan says, I was on Facebook watching reels after the third reel. I got a non-skippable, not a non-skippable, wait, not a non-skippable ad on reels. Reels are like 30 seconds, what? They're about to add us to death. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. And I feel so bad that I even have to like do this ad thing with y'all. You know, I didn't have to do any ads today, thank God. But, you know, I feel bad. But yet, even my, I showed y'all the email that my YouTube manager sent on Discord. And she's like, yeah, I've noticed like you got a lot of yellow, um, you know, this demonetization things on your channel. I've noticed too. Are you going to help? Like, okay, you've noticed. Me too. You know? So it, it just sucks. It's like, yeah, it's it's so many ads now. Like, everybody's reading the ad. It's like, you might, like, I don't care. Like, everybody. It's like, do you even get, do you even get viewers? Um, yeah, I got a sponsorship. <laughs> they got 100 subscribers. Yeah, I got a sponsorship. Go ahead and read this ad. <laughs> everybody's reading ads. I don't, it's just funny. You know, and I feel bad. Cause you know, for years I never really read ads on here. You know, I might do an ad every now and then, but yeah, it just it sucks. But like I said, they're they're demonetizing so much stuff to save money. So, you know, when I don't have to do an ad, I'm not gonna do one. But you know, when I have to, I have to. So I, I try to I try and space them out. I don't want them in every video, you know, just I try and space them out as much as I can. And trust me, I turn down a lot of stuff too. I turn down a lot of stuff. Cause at this point they just, oh, can you, can you promote this, this, this jock strap? I don't have nuts. No, I can't promote your jock strap. Like what? You know, I just try and send you anything at this point. Um, let's see here. 
Tony answers, stay real T. Thank you so much. Oh, Eyes to the Soul sent $100. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Eyes to the Soul. Um, Rose Quartz Tarot, uh, Tarot says, hey, lovely T, have you seen the Real House of Potomac Reunion? Love you, by the way. I think I watched, no, I haven't. It was a different, oh, I was watching Salt Lakes. No, I haven't seen the Potomac one. I can't wait to tune in. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. So you guys, I have to get to this game. I've been out here for all two hours. Child, it's time for me to go. Thank you guys so much for coming tonight. We have over 900, 9,500 people in here. Please hit the like button if you have not. If you guys enjoyed this stream, if you were edified, please hit that like button. Thank you guys for joining me today. I appreciate you guys. Everybody, enjoy your evening. If you're in Minnesota, stay safe, stay warm, because that blizzard is coming in tonight. So I'm going to go to this basketball game, child, and come back and just bury myself in the house until, you know, we can get out there with the snowblower. So I'll see you guys later, you guys. Have a good night. Bye, everybody.